Blog Talk Radio. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the church say amen. To God be all the glory. You just tune in to Voice of World. Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. We want to welcome you to the service today. We thank you for taking time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today, whether you're a new listener or one of our followers. We just thank God for you and thanking God for you being here with us today. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continue to be in my mouth. We should always get a praise unto the Lord. We should give him a hallelujah. We ought to say amen, amen. Amen. The church ought to say amen unto the Lord. Amen. What an awesome God that we serve, that is able to do all things. So we ought to give him some praise and worship his name. We just thank you for being with us today. We appreciate you. Call a neighbor and call a friend. Text them, email them, hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we are on the air live. We're going to go uh, have prayer today. We're going to have a word from the Lord. Amen. And we just thank God for this day. This is a day that he has made, a day that we've never seen before. So it's a blessing to see another day because somebody didn't wake up this morning. But God touched us this morning with a finger of love and woke us up. And we started us on our way. So we got a reason to praise him, a reason to say thank you, Lord. Now I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer, and the message today will come from Esther, the book of Esther. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your name. We just give you all the glory. We thank you, Father God, that you're able to do a thing abundant and all that we could ever ask and think. God, we just thank you that you are our resource, that you are our deliverer, that you are our healer, that you are our helper, that you are our light in our very darkness. Lord, we just give you all the praise. We say thank you that you're able to do all things. There's nothing too hard for you. It's possible when it comes to God because he's able to do all things because the word of God tells us there's nothing too impossible for him. It may be impossible for us, but it's not impossible for our God. So, Lord, we thank you for making ways out of no way, Father. I pray that that you will meet the need of every person under the sound of my voice, whatever it may be, oh, God. Whatever they need is a deliverance, healing, whatever they need, Father, we ask that you will meet them at their point of need right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless every ministry of the Lord. Uh, with everything that he need, we ask you to bless every church house of the Lord. Just bless them, bless them, bless them with that need, oh God. Meet the need. We thank you, God, because he said you would meet our need. He said your seed will not be bread and bread. 
So we thank you, God, that your seed will not be begging bread. So, Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory, and we magnify your name. And we thank you in advance, oh, Father, for, to, for making ways out of no ways for us. We thank you, Father, for Jesus. We thank you for the blood that he shed. We thank you that he came over 2,000 years ago that we might live and have life through him. Lord, we just thank you for his shedded blood. But without the blood, there would be no remission of sin. We thank you for his broken body. If, it had, if his body had not been broken, that's for our healing, Lord. So we thank you for his broken body. We thank you, Father. We give you all the praise and honor and glory for sending your son into the world. God so loved the world that he sent his only son into the world that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. We thank you, Father, we come and ask you to save souls, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to save souls all over this nation, oh God. Bring them out of darkness to your marvelous light, even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Bring them out of sin right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you will strengthen every person under the sound of my voice who is weak, wherever they're weak. Witness may be, oh, Father, we ask you to strengthen them in the bodies, oh, God, cover their minds, even now, God, under the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, God, for doing it and delivering us, oh, God. We thank you, Father, God, that you're everything that we ever need, oh, God. We thank you that you are enough, that you are you are sufficient. We thank you that you are enough, that you supply everything that we need. We thank you, Father for your love. We thank you for your grace and your mercies that are new every day. And we say, Lord, we love you. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. We lift your name up on high. We say hallelujah to your name. To you be all of the glory. And all these things we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Well, awesome God that we serve. He is able to do all things. The message will come from Esther today. Uh, and I'm going to start reading at verse number 19. Amen. Esther, in the chapter 1, and I'm going to start reading at verse number 19. And the word of God reads, If it please the king, let there go a royal commandment from him, and let it be written among the law of the Persians and of the men, that it, not, that it be not altered that vast I come no more before King Azarus, and let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. And when the king decree which he made shall made shall be published throughout all the empire for it is for it is great. All the wives shall give to their husband honor and both to great and small. Amen. I'm gonna stop reading right there, but I do want to encourage you to um, go and read the entirety of the chapter. Uh, amen. To see what God is saying unto you and unto your spirit this, to this day. Uh, the title of the message is "Coming Before the King." Coming before the King, and we're just gonna do a little talk. Uh, a little teaching, amen. And we're going to talk about Vasti today. We're going to talk about uh, Queen Vasti. Um, the chapter tells us that the king, Azarus, he had called uh, for a feast, in other words, like a party in, the, in his kingdom. And in his kingdom, he was having a party. He had invited all of the royalty, all those that were in power, nobles and princes. And he had 
called all these people to come together to pardon. Well, the Bible tells us that he had this party, and he had all the, the well, I would say the big dogs there, in his kingdom to come. Uh, he was the, the, the king over this kingdom in Shushan, and he, he was, in other words, the ruler. Kind of like us being in God's kingdom, God is God's kingdom, and Jesus being our king, king, uh, the kingdom, talking about how um, the king had made this decree. In other words, it was a decree for everybody to come. And so after everybody came and they were partying, they were drinking, and they were having a good time, and he was calling everybody to come before the king. You know, when we look at life sometimes, we have to look at the fact that when God calls us, he calls us to come before the king. And sometimes we just don't want to come, and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, that, that time. And the, the Bible tells us that, you know, the king, he had came, and all the people were dressed up, and the place was beautiful, and it was all decorative, and, and, and they had all kind of wine, and they had raw wine in abundance. They had plenty of wine, and, and, and everybody was dressed in the, a raw apparel. That means they were dressed very nice, and nobody come in there looking out, because, you know, back in those days, you couldn't come before the king any kind of way. So I don't know why we think today that we can come before the king any kind of way. Now, I'm talking about King Jesus. See, sometimes we think that we can, when we get to come as we are, we don't get to stay as we are. And so when you come before the king, we need to come looking our best. You know, I've been in a lot of places, and I used to go to a lot of churches. When, when I first started in ministry, God would send me out to church, and I used to ask the Lord. I said, where are you sitting over there? What, what am I supposed to get out of this? And so when I... um. He would answer me. He would say, "This is what you don't do. This is not. This is not how you dress." In the, in the word, it said they had they had fine clothing on, cause they were going before the king. But I think sometimes we forget that we go before a king, and we just come in the church house any kind of way. We come like we going to a club. But we're going into a place and and supposed to be in the presence of God, but we come in a kind of way. We don't care how we dress in the church house. We have our short dresses on. We got our girls hanging out. We got people in the pulpit, clothes too tight, men and women. And we don't have no respect for the house of God. But see, in those days, and the same thing applies for God now, yes, you get to come as you are, but you don't get to stay as you are. When you come before the king, you need to come correct when you come before the king. Just in this day, you couldn't do anything that you wanted to do in the kingdom. You had to follow the instruction and be obedient to whatever the king asked you to do. You know, the problem is with a lot of us today, we said we belong to God, and but we don't obey. We don't follow instruction. We said it don't take all that. I ain't got to wear that kind of suit. I don't like that. Well, we don't serve a broke God. We serve a God that is rich and abundance of everything. And when we go out, we need to acknowledge God in everything, how we dress, how we talk, how we walk. We can't just come before him any kind of way, and we see it in the church house. We see it everywhere you go. And we say that we're leaders, 
We're saying with men and women of God, what you can't see. You know, I remember back in the day, you could go in a church house and you were able to tell who the the leaders are. You were able to tell who the pastor were. You were able to tell who the woman of God was, um, the first lady. But today, they fit in just like the world, the world kingdom. You can't tell them when you walk in the church. If you don't ask somebody, you don't know who they are. And when you see the people in the pulpit, you be like, is that the pastor? But see, here, when they came, when they, when you come before the king, they said when they came, what is saving on him? It says that when they, they had drinks, they had raw wine, uh, they were in a very beautiful place. They had fine cords of linen and purple and silver rings and, and pillows of marble, and the beds were of gold and silver and red and blue and white and black marble. They had beautiful, nice stuff. Now, I, I don't know what's going on. But we have to realize that when we are in God's kingdom, we are children of God. We are the church of God. We got to respect the house of God. We got to dress nice when we go about. You may say, well, nobody is paying attention to me. My clothing doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It does matter how you dress. It does matter how you live. It does matter how you do things. And people may not say it, but they're talking about it. And so that's why we have to do what God tells us to do in the Word. Even in Moses and them days, when uh, they told them how to dress, they had fine linen. The priests had on fine linen. So I don't know why we think we're supposed to have fine linen. We're not supposed to have anything nice. That's not the truth. Because we see in the Word of God even here that when they came before the king, first of all, they had to be summoned. They just couldn't come. Some of us, we just come any kind of way. I wonder did God call you. But the Bible tells us that Vastai was the queen. In other words, she was the wife of of King Hazarus, and she was a beautiful woman. And she had also made a feast for the women. But the Bible said, you know, the king had got a little tipsy, I would say. He got a little tipsy, done drunk too much wine. Amen. He had done drunk too much wine, and he wanted to show his beautiful queen off. Well, the Bible says that when Vasti was summoned to come, she refused to come. The Bible said, when, uh, let's read it right here, and let's see. 11, to bring Vastai, the queen, before the king with the crown royal. And she had a crown on her head now. Okay, y'all. And to show the people and the princess her beauty, for she was fair to look upon. But the queen refused to come at the king's commandment. Now, how many of you are refusing to come before the king? When God has called you to come, you refuse to come. You refuse to come out of sin. You refuse to do the commandment, to live by faith. You you refuse to, to, to live by what he has told us to live by in the word of God. You refuse to come. See, when the king calls you and gives you a commandment as the king here gave unto his wife, Vastai, to come. I, I want you to come. I, I believe he said, I, I want her to come. Go, go, go get my wife. Go, go get my pretty wife. Go, go get her because she's pretty. I, I, want, I want the men to see what I got. 
But this guy refused to come. In other words, she refused to come. She disrespected her husband, and she dishonored him. And you know, the king didn't like that. You know, some of us, we refuse the king. Don't refuse the king. Don't refuse to come to the king. Don't refuse to come. Come to the king. When he summons you to come, when he calls you out of darkness, when he calls you to come before him, you need to come. But she refused to come. How many of you are refusing to come? You hear him speaking to you. You hear his voice, but yet you refuse to come before the king. Are you trying to hide behind the scenes? You can't hide because he already knows what you're doing. So you got to come before the king when he calls and summons you to come. You know, Bethsaida didn't come, but that was her downfall because she didn't come. She didn't come when he called her because he called her, but she didn't come. See, some of you, God is calling you, but you won't come. You refuse to come before the king. When we look at the word of God, we see that she refused to come. And here was all of these other princes and prince, not princesses, but prince that were there at this feast or this party. And they're all probably looking around. I can imagine, you know, that they were probably looking around. I know that she just refused her husband to come. I, I, I just know she didn't do that. And look what happened in the word. Uh, after she refused to come, after the king had summoned her to come or requested her to come, all the men like, uh-oh, hmm, if she get away with this, then all the other women are going to want to act up to I'm just paraphrasing. All of them going to want to act up. All of them going to want to disrespect that husband. All of them going to want to show out and show disrespect. Mm-mm-mm. So they say, you know what, King? You need to do something about this. So that's why the King did not come, and she would not come. She refused to come. I really don't understand why she refused to come, but she did. And it was her downfall because she did. So in verse number 19, it says, If it pleases the king, let there go out a raw commandment from him, and let it be written among the law of the Persians and the media, that it not be altered, that Vashti come no more before the king Azra. Tell you them. They already done told the king, okay, you got to do something about this because this, you know, this just can't be happening because all the women in the province going to want to be doing the same thing. We, in other words, we can't have this because our wives ain't going to want to do right. They ain't going to act right. And so they may send him, talk to him to bring out a decree that Vastai would come no more before the king. So it was nothing that Vastai could really do. She had, she refused to come before the king when he called her. You know, some of us, we refuse to come before God when he calls us and summons us and tells us to come. He tells us what to do it, how to do it. We refuse to do it. We're disobedient. We don't want to do it. I ain't got time to do it. I'm too busy to do it. I got so much stuff to do. I got to do for my husband. I got to do for my wife. I got it's everything going on. I just don't have time to do it. I don't have time for ministry. I don't have time to do that. I ain't got time. 
you are refusing to come before the king. Because see, whatever you do for God, you got to come before the king. And so when she refused to come before the king, before the king, that was her downfall. That's how she got messed up, because she refused to come before the king. And you can, in those days, you can refuse to come before the king because it was the ruler over the land that you were in. So you could not refuse to go before him. And see what happened to her. She couldn't even try to get to the man. She couldn't even get to the king because they already said, you will not come. And I'm paraphrasing, before the king no more. So then she, she had just completely messed up herself. Here she was, the queen. She was the wife of the king. She was living in a palace. She had all of that in a bag of chips. She had fine clothing. She had a crown on her head. She had all kind of apparel, a roll of pearls and, and jewelry. She had all of this stuff, and she lost it because she refused to come before the king. How many of you Refuse to come before the king. God is telling you to stop it. Stop what you're doing. Get your life right. Stop it. Come. Come out of sin. Stop it. But you refuse to come. Just as Vesti, Vesti refused to come. He's calling you, telling you to come. Come on back in the sheepfold, man of God. Come on back in the sheepfold, woman of God. Why are you, why are you out there? You don't want to stray. Come on. Come on back. I'm never married to the black flock. But you refuse to come because you're loving darkness more than you're loving the light. And you're living in sin. And you refuse to come before the king. He already knows what you're doing. You need to come out. Of sin, come out of the darkness. You need to come before the king, and you need to repent. Now you know that time she didn't even get a chance to do nothing because they just automatically done kicked her to the curb. She didn't get to do nothing. She couldn't even get to the man to try to even fix what she had done. For they already told him what to do, and I'm pretty sure as her husband, the king, was very upset. Well, she didn't come, and, and, and didn't come when he called her to come. I wonder how many of you are refusing to come before the king. You know, the Bible tells you every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess. So if you don't do it now, you're going to do it one day. So you need to come. You need to come out of sin and come to the Father. You know, when I, when I look at that stuff, she lost everything. Everything. And she could not even go before. Now, she didn't want to come before the king, so they fixed it so she would never come before the king again. But you can come. You can come before King Jesus. Because you know he comes back. Y'all know he's coming back. The same Jesus. They want to, he's coming back. You got to get ready for the coming. Because he's coming. And you want to go before him. You want to be, you want to be clean. You want to come. And you want to hear that voice when he calls you to come. Because last time she didn't do that. She didn't she wasn't thinking about nothing. She was trying to do what she, she was trying to do her own thing. A lot of times we are trying to do our own thing. And we're not paying attention to what God is telling us to do. And we're forgetting about what 
We are required to do it as the church of God and how we are supposed to live in his kingdom, in God's kingdom, in his kingdom. We are part of his kingdom, just like it's two kingdoms. You got the kingdom of the world and you got God's kingdom. And you can't live in both. You can't do what you want to do. As the prophet said, hey, this ain't burning king. You can't have it your way. That's how I want to have it her way. But the king let her know immediately. No, you can't have it your way. And then on the on the thing, you know, <laughs> you know, you had the princes in there, you know, and they had to go home to the wives and and you know, I can just imagine. I'm pretty sure the wives probably was there in the part of Atlanta. <laughs> and they done seen all this, you know, them men got in that little street committee. Y'all think men don't talk, but they talk like women do. <laughs> yes, they do. They talk like women talk. <laughs> and I'm going pretty much sure. As we read the word, they are ready to fill his head and see what happens. That's why we have to be very careful. When God is telling us to do a thing, we need to do it. When God is calling us out of a thing, we need to do it because he knows what's best for us. He has everything that we need when we serve him, when we live for him, when we are obedient unto him. And a lot of times we refuse to be obedient. You can't come before the king any kind of way. He don't even look upon darkness. You can't come before the king with your lying and your stealing and your whole mind and all those things. Because when you come to him, he always cleans you up. You don't get to stay the way you are when you come to, to King Jesus. When you come to him, that will clean you up from the inside out. He'll clean you up. And see, because Vastai refused to come before the king, she lost it all. I want you to lose it. I don't want you to lose it all. I don't want you to lose your ministry. I don't want you to lose your wife. You got a good wife. Why don't you love your own wife? You got a good wife at home. Love your wife. Talk to your wife. Communicate with your wife. Women, respect your husband and love your husband. You got to get it right, y'all. To get it right. When we come before the king, we have to come with clean hands. We got to come with a pure heart. We got to come before the king, correct? You can't come before the king any kind of way. And you refuse to come. Some of y'all refuse to come, but on a Sunday, some of y'all don't want to come, but on a Sunday. That's when you want to come is on a Sunday. And then on the rest of the week, you're just doing everything that you're big and bad enough to do, and God sees us. He sees every move we make and everything that we do. When we're coming before the king and he calls us to come, we need to come. You know, but we don't want to do that because we ain't got time to do it. We always got an excuse why we can't do what we need to do. We always got an excuse why we can't do what we need to do. We have to be careful. Because it, you can lose it all. You can lose that anointing. You still have a gift, but you won't have no anointing. You can lose it all. Everything you got, you can use it. 
all things belong to God anyway. I always say, you don't own nothing in this world. Okay, what kind of house you got? And what kind of car you got? If you don't pay them taxes, okay, how much money you pay for it? You might owe $100 worth of taxes. You might have paid a million dollars for it. They're going to come and get it. No, we don't own nothing in this world. We need to get our right life right with God. We need to get right. When he's calling us, telling us not to do a thing, he's telling us to go here and do this and do that. But we ain't got time to do it. Because we're so caught up in everything else. But it's time for us to get it right and to do what God is telling us to do. And when he called us to do a thing, we might not understand it. You know, all this king wanted was to show off his beautiful wife because she was pretty. And I can imagine she was very beautiful. But he wanted everybody to see his beautiful wife. And most men like to show off the wife. There wasn't nothing wrong with it. I don't know why she didn't take that little few minutes and, 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 and go. But, hey, so that tells us that, you know, everything that God has in the word, it has a purpose, it has a meaning, it's a lesson in it for us. So we have to receive the word of God. And we have to see that if this happened to Vastai and she was the queen, she was at the top, you know, after what they say, what goes up can come down. It's sure to come down. And I guess she maybe she got a little pride for or something. Now maybe she thought nobody could take her place. But don't you know people can take your place? When you don't do what God tells you to do, and he done told you so many times, he done told you to get it right. Why are you putting everything before me? Why you can't come before me? Why are you doing this and you ain't got time? You can't get to church on time. You can't do uh, none of your stuff on time. You put me on the back burner. You ain't paying your time. You're disrespecting your leaders that I have given unto you. You got to come, and you got to come correct. Coming before the king. Because he sees, and he knows all things. And see, if you continue to refuse, as Vastai refused to come before the king, Azra, her husband, she refused to come. Remember what happened to her. He gave a permanent decree that she could come no more. Don't refuse God. Don't refuse what he's telling you to do. Come. Unto him. He is a forgiver of sin. But you got to come. And you got to get it right. Because you want to you want to go through the pearly gates. Well, I guess you do. But you ought to want to go through the pearly gates. Why you want to live down here on this earth in hell and then go to hell? Come on, y'all. There is a heaven and a hell. We got to get it right. When we come, we got to come, and we got to come correct. We got to do what we promised unto God. But we refuse to do it. Just at that time, refuse to do it. She refused to come. But some of you refuse to come. You refuse to come before the king. Because of all the stuff that's going on, and I know all of us are busy, and we all got all kind of stuff that we have to do. 
But if you're going to do anything, you need to do what you need to do for God. Do that. We need to get it right. You know, because we belong to, 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 to the Heavenly Father, and he tells us how to live our lives. And he tells us that, that he will supply everything that we need. He tells us that we need to pray. He tells us that we need to be obedient. Because, you know, if you're not obedient to your leaders, you, you ain't being obedient to God. How can you be obedient to God if you ain't obedient to your leaders that God has given unto you? How can you be? You can't. If you refuse to do what you need to do, because we have time to do everything that we want to do. We make time for what we want to do. But when it comes to the thing of God, we refuse to do it. We put it on the back burner, and we just don't do it. But it's time for us to get it right and get our life right with God because we don't want to lose everything because God has so much for us. In the kingdom, if you belong to the kingdom of God, you might be you might be uh, you might be plain and belong to the kingdom of the world, the devil's kingdom. You know he got one too, and they part and they having a good time too. Don't let the devil take you to hell now, because he will. He don't want to go by himself. You better refuse that devil. You better refuse that stuff. You better let it go. Don't lose everything you got. Falling behind the wrong little G king. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Falling behind them little G gods. No, 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 no. Praise God. Mm, to God be all the glory. We got to get it right, y'all. When we're coming before the king and he calls us, we need to sit down and listen. You know, <laughs> I just wondered that last time, really, hear what the king says. I'm like, <laughs> When I was reading this, I was like, you know, what was she thinking about? Where was her mind in? You know, what what was her mind in? Certainly, it wasn't on pleasing the king. Are you pleasing the king, Jesus? Are are you pleasing him? Because you know, he's coming back, king of king and glory, glory. He's coming. And you got to be ready to come before him. You know, uh, and you can't refuse. Oh, hold up, Jesus. I, I got somewhere to go. Uh, can you wait? I got to go here to the party. Uh, hold up, Jesus. I, I, I got to go. I got to go see about uh, such and such. I got to go see about how. I got to go see about Jody. Uh, can you hold up, Jesus? I, I, I got to go see about my parents. Hold up, Jesus. Can, can you hold up? I, 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 I'm coming later. I, I, I come later. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. <laughs> You're going to miss it. Because you're refusing to come when he calls. You'll miss it. Don't miss it. Because you don't want to be like last time. You don't want to be out. <laughs> it says last time could come no more. You got to come. While you yet live, you need to come. Come before the king and get on your knees and repent. Ask for forgiveness for your sin. Get it right. Why you still got time? Why the blood still running warm in your veins? But you still out there trying to part like and 
apostle was there in 1999. You still trying to do what the world do. And you're refusing to come before the king. You're refusing to come out of darkness. Because you're partying. Now, that see, she was having a party, yeah, with the ladies, but it wasn't going to hurt her to, to, to go and do as her husband asked. She disrespected him in front of everybody. You know, sometimes we say we belong to God. Oh, I love God. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise him. Oh, he's such a good God. But you don't even obey Help us, Lord. We need some help. Help us. We need some help. Because we say one thing with our mouth, but our lifestyle, our attitude, how we care ourselves does not acknowledge God. We refuse to do what he says. We refuse to live the way that he tells us to live. We refuse to do it. Well, he has told us exactly what we need to do. Just as this king right here, you know, back in the day, those kings were kind of, whoop. They, they might not put their head on the chopping board. They might just stone you to death in them kingdoms. You could not disobey the king. Like some of us are disrespecting the house of God. We are not obedient unto God. We refuse to do right. We refuse to live right. We refuse to do anything that God is telling us to do it right. We refuse to do it. And all the time we come to him, it will be begging for something. We want something. Then we can come. Or something going on in our life. Then we want to come. But we need to come to him and don't refuse him. We need to do right. Y'all need to get a do-right spirit. We need to get a do-right spirit. We ain't got no do-right spirit. We got a spirit to do what we want to do. We just want to do exactly what we want to do. We don't want to do what God says for us to do. And so as they published this this decree, and it was stamped. Now, I would say, I don't know if they had stamps, but I'm pretty sure they did. Some kind of stamp, and they stamped it, and it went all throughout the, the whole region. And then even and see what Vastide did, it affected all the women. It affected all of them because it says right here, um, all the women shall give to their husband honor, both the great and the small. And it was a port, It was published to every manger, so nobody could say that they didn't get it because it was sent. God sends forth His word every day. He says it. He publishes word all kind of ways. He speaks through his servants. He speaks through his prophets. He speaks through his word. He speaks through um, different types of platforms, social media. He sends forth his word. He publishes word through their ways. He sent forth his word so nobody can say I didn't get it. Because see, when Jesus get ready to come back here, when he get ready to come, he's surely to come. And we got to come before him. Everybody going to come for him. Whether you serve him now or not, whether you save or unsaved, everybody going to come before him. The Bible tells us that 
that the word of God, I'm going to paraphrase it, will, will be spread or published all throughout the whole world before Jesus returns, before the king comes. So when the king comes, his word will be set. He's going to set it through every corner of this world. Not one place shall be hidden. Because nobody will come before the king and say, I couldn't get the word. I I didn't get it. They didn't tell me about you. I didn't know nothing about you. Because the word is going all over the world, everywhere, on every platform, some type of social media, through the airwaves, through satellites. The word of God is being transmitted everywhere. Just like his decree, they said it in every language, all over the providence. God's word is going all over the world in every language. So that nobody can say when he comes that I couldn't get the word. Because you, you'll be able to get it because it's everywhere if you really want it. If you don't refuse him, and some of us are refusing him even now. We refuse to read the word. We refuse the word. We don't believe it. I heard people say, oh, it's just a story. But God's word is being punished everywhere. It's all over everywhere. He is soon to come. So I want to encourage you today. Don't be like that. Don't be like her. Don't refuse to come. Don't refuse to come to King Jesus. The time is now that you must come. Because we're all going to be coming before the king one day. And you want to be ready when he comes. Because he is coming. And he's coming as king of kings and lord of lords. But he's coming. And you've got to be ready. There will be no excuses. That tea had no, that side had no excuse why she didn't come. And because she did come. And she refused to come. She lost everything. She lost everything. And somebody else took her place. Sometimes we think that because we have disagreed, we so smart, we can do this, we can do that. We got a talent and a gift and we can sing and we can write it. We can do all kinds of different stuff. We can we can preach. We can do all of this. And we can do that. We get above ourselves. But if your tree ain't bearing no fruit, it's surely to be cut down. Because you refuse to do the work of God. We cannot refuse to come. We cannot refuse to do the work. We can't refuse it. We got to come. When he calls, it's summon us. But we don't want to do it. Just remember that time. What the word of God says. Let's read it right here. It said that Bethsai came no more before King Azra and let the king give her royal estate. 
keep giving it to somebody else. Because you don't want to do right. You don't want to do the work. You ain't got time. You're too busy. You refuse to come before the king. And it says here, give, he gave it to another that is better than she. Don't you know that God can give that to somebody else? Somebody that's willing, somebody that's dedicated, somebody that's going to be faithful, somebody that's going to obey their leaders and respect their leaders that he give unto them. Is somebody always ready to take your place? <laughs> somebody always there ready to take your place. Always somebody there ready to take your place. But you ain't bad no fruit. But we got to get it right, amen. We got to get it right. And we can't refuse to come to to the king as Vasti refused to come before the king, her husband. Uh, we got to follow our commandment. It said raw commandment. We're talking about God's word. We're talking about the, we're talking about the word of God. We got to be we got to be committed. We got to follow His instructions. Those are our raw commandments. The stuff that's in this word, the word of God, is our raw commandment. We got to follow His commandment. When He give us the commandments to live by, but we refuse to live by the commandments. We don't want to live by them. We don't want to live right. But He has given us His commandments. He has given us the way. He has shown us the way in his word, but we refuse to come. Get it right, y'all. It's time out for playing church. We got to get it right. So many people playing in the church. Ooh, I ain't never seen so many people playing, but there's some plans, folks. All you do is just asking this plan. Purple training. Great potential. But we thank God for his word today talking about Vastai and how she refused to come before the king at his request. And next week, we're going to take it up again, and we're going to see who replaced her and receive all her estate. Who received it and why she received it. Well, we know why she received it. We know that Vastai didn't do what she was supposed to do. We know she refused to come. Don't never refuse to come before the king. You better stop what you're doing. They come before the king and come correct. Amen. To God be the glory. We're going to pick up here next week. If you don't know King Jesus, if you don't know the one that came and, and died for the world, if you don't know the one that carried the cross for you, if you don't know the one that shed his blood for you, if you don't know the one that was nailed to the cross, that was pierced in the side, that had the crown of thorns on his head just for you, I want to ask you to come today. Don't refuse to come to the king. He is calling your name. He's been calling your name a long time. And you've been hearing his voice, but you've been refusing to come. Today is the day that you ought to give your life to Christ. Today is the day that you ought to ask him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Today is the day. Tomorrow is not promised to us. And you don't want to refuse him and say, don't bother me. Don't come. I don't want to come. Because he won't come. If you don't want it. So don't refuse him. And a lot of us today are refusing, refusing him. We refuse to come. When he's calling us out of darkness. 
See, that will be the best decision that you will ever make in your life is to come to the king, King Jesus. Because you can't get to God without going through Jesus. I know. I know people tell me there's another way. Ain't no another way. Don't y'all believe that foolishness? There's not another way. You've got to go through King Jesus. And if you're going through King Jesus, that's the only way that you can get, get to God, the Father. you got to go through the Son. You can't get to him any kind of way. So I want to encourage you today. If you are not saved, you just say that prayer with me. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, I repent of my sins. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. Say, King Jesus, come into my heart. I'm not going to refuse you another day. Come into my heart. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Ask them. Just ask them. Say, Lord, save my soul. Ask them to come into your Because he's calling you. You just ain't asking. You refuse to come. And you're allowing other people to keep you from coming. But I want to encourage you today to come. Because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. If you are a backslider and God is telling you to come, come before me with a heart of repentance. Come before me and lay down before me and seek me. Come before me. Come. Come back to the sheepfold. So he's calling you. But you don't want to come. You don't want to lose your soul for foolishness. Come. Come before the king with a heart of repentance. The Bible says he's ever married to the backslider. So come today. Rededicate your life back to Christ. Just say, Lord, I repent of my sin with a godly sorrow. And I rededicate my life unto you. Come. Come, backsliders, come. Come. When they call you now, come, because you might not make it. You need to come tomorrow, not promise. You need to come while the blood is running warm in your mind. And if you're a church, go up in the church house, and you've been in there 30, 40 years on the road, and you are not saved, ask the Lord to save you. Don't be ashamed. Just say, Lord, save me. Because he's a forgiving God. He knows you ain't saved, and he knows you're on the road. He saw you when you gave that money. He saw but they ain't saving your soul. He saw you when you was out there feeding the hungry, but it didn't save your soul. He saw you. You got to be saved. You got to be born again. It doesn't matter if you went on the water. Uh, when you went on the water, whether it's sprinkled, however they did. You walked up and gave your hand to the preacher 30 years, 40 years ago. You still similar, still living the same lifestyle. Something wrong with that. Today is the day we got to get it right. And I don't want you to miss it. I want you to get it. I want you to get saved. For real. So you can't walk in the pearly gates. So that you can come before the king in all of his glory. So that you can come before the king and walk on in the gate. On the pearly gate. So today is a day that you need to come and get it right with God. 
Get your life right with God. Don't refuse him. Don't say no to him. As Vashti said, no to the king. Don't say no to King Jesus. Come today while you still have time. If you have done that, amen, um, if you have done that and given your life to Christ today, just inbox me on, on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or you can um, inbox me on Twitter. Or you also you can uh, inbox me on Messenger as well on Facebook. I have a Voice of Truth page, and also you can also inbox me on Google. So we want to get it right because when we come before the King, we want to be able to to go through the pearly gates. We want to be able to receive all the things that God has promised unto us. But we have to come. We can't refuse to come. We can't refuse to continue to live in darkness. We've got to get our life right, y'all. We've got to get it right. Jesus came that you might live. He came for you to die. He came for you to live. He came for you to get it right. He, he came so that you can come in right standing before the king. Come on, y'all. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Amen. Just a couple of general announcements. I do hope and pray that you tuned in to Pathetic Corner today with their host, Prophet is Martha Williams from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, she's the first half of the hour power. They call us the hour power, amen, and she's the first half of the hour power. She preached a powerful word today in Ruth. If you missed that, you can always go back and listen uh, to her um, service or to the show at uh, on Block Talk Radio at Pathetic Corner. You can listen there. I want to encourage you to also become a follower of her ministry as well. And if her ministry has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow a seed into her ministry. What a powerful word from the Lord today. Amen. So get connected and stay connected. You can follow her there on Block Talk Radio. You can also follow her on her Facebook page. She has two prophets, Martha and Martha Williams. Amen. So you can contact her there if you want to talk to the prophet. So um, you can contact her there as well. She is a true prophet. She is not uh, um, a great pretender. She's not a false prophet. She is a true prophet of God. We got many false ones walking around here that God knows nothing about, but she is a true prophet. So I want to encourage you to get connected to her and stay connected. Because God's going to do some great and marvelous things in her ministry. Amen. Uh, Voice of Truth, uh, I'm your... I'm your host, um, Minister Elaine. I'm your host there, and I'm there from 6.30 to 7.30 every Sunday uh, on Block Talk Radio. And I want to encourage you to follow Voice of Truth. You can also go to Block Talk Radio and follow me there. Um, You can follow me on Facebook, um, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, Google. And I also have a blog. You can also follow my blogs as well. and you can also follow my Facebook page, uh, Voice of Truth. So we have many uh, avenues for you to receive the word of God um, through with our Wild Worldwide Ministry, Voice of Truth. is under the leadership of Apostle Yvonne and Pastor Joseph Rao. So we want to encourage you to get connected to these ministries and stay connected to these ministries. On Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leaders, a pastor and apostle, and they're on Block Talk Radio at 9 o'clock p.m. 
every Tuesday night. It is always one hour of power. It is always off the chain. It's a word that will come for that will manifest stuff in your life. Uh, it will it will uproot some stuff in your life that ought not to be there. It will bring healing and deliverance. It always come with an on time word. A powerful man and woman of God. Powerful team. I want to encourage you to get connected. You can follow them on um, Block Talk Radio as well with our Walls Worldwide Ministries. You can also follow both of them on Facebook. Uh, Apostle. Prophetess Yvonne Rao and Pastor Joseph Rao. They both have Facebook pages, and I think they have a Without Wild page as well. So you want to connect with them there. Then on Saturday, uh, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministries with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew, the powerful woman of God. She comes on every Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry. You can follow her as well. Um, when you follow Without Walls Worldwide Ministry on Block Talk Radio, you are, you are also following her ministry there because all her uh, services are under Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. You can also connect with her on her Facebook page, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew. You can connect with her there. You can inbox her there. Very powerful woman of God, seasoned woman of God, a praying woman of God, and a woman that knows God. So I want to encourage you to get connected. If her ministry has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow a seed in her ministry. Same as well with pastor and apostle. Uh, sow a seed in the ministry if they have been a blessing to you. And I, I know that they have. Um, every time the word comes, it's a blessed word. And it does a whole lot for you if you receive it. I, I'm a living witness because I'm one of those people that have received that word and been under their ministry. They are my leaders. They are my mentors. They are my coaches, and I, I thank God for them. And I want you to get the same thing. God, you know, God wants all of us to get it. So it's time for us to get it. Amen. Uh, We're running out of time. Got to get on up out of here. Uh, but I want to do, encourage you to do that and continue to follow us uh, and also become a wild partner. If you would like to do that, just inbox me and I'll tell you how to do that. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. I'm going to do the benediction now to him that is able to keep you from falling, to prevent you falling before the presence of his glory with the seeing joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power. Now. And forever, amen. You have a blessed week. God loves you. We love you too here at Voice of Two Worldwide Ministry. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.